0: listen to Don't Panic early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched with a touch of humor, a dash of sarcasm, and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. You can listen to Morbid early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus and the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This
0: episode contains some strong language and imagine terrifying situations. Please note the following scene is 100% improvised. We can assure you no one needed to survive a volcanic eruption. I understand that you're here to save me from myself, Mm -hmm. but I've lived on this mountain my entire life. That lava can hit me and burn me right up. Do you understand me? You're a big-time actress.
1: Who do you think you are? Um, Andreas, Andrea Savage. I don't know if you've seen some of my work. Um, I do a lot of comedy. I, it yeah, seems, yeah. Like you, seems like you, you enjoy some fun. You seem like a fun guy. Paul. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty fun. That was a joke. You don't seem fun. Oh. You seem like your heart's in the right place, but I'm going to need you to get off this mountain because this motherfucker's about to blow. First
0: off, I I said, fine, this production wants to film on my property. I've got beautiful mm-hmm. property. I'm a recluse, mm-hmm. but I'm not an idiot. And I know what this is really about, okay? Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think this is about, Paul? I got free omelets from your mm-hmm. omelet station last yes, week, and I service. saw the looks people were giving me. And then this guy comes up to me with a radio, and he says, "Could you please be quiet? We're trying to set up a new scene." And I, I said, "Well, I eat my omelet loudly because I like crunch in my omelet."
1: Um, mm-hmm. it did come to me that you do you you have a lot of nuts in your omelet. Yeah, which is surprising, but also great protein, good for you. But yeah. when we are shooting, we do need we do need the sound to to go down, and and also. You know, we aren't going to be shooting anymore because there is a volcano that is about to blow. I came to this mountain
0: mm-hmm. when I was a young boy with my father. Mm-hmm. We, were, we raised goats here. We lived off the land, ate many a nut, and we d- worked for ourselves. No government was going to tell us what to do, where to go. My wife I met my wife Farrell in the mountain She'd run away From an orphanage She lived On bark grubs And I taught her To speak Like Nell You ever see that movie Nell?
1: Uh huh Uh huh Well
0: Uh hello
1: What? Is she with us still? Cause you're
0: Buried on the property
1: Did you kill her Paul? Jesus, no.
0: What's okay. wrong with you? I love you. You're the love of my
1: life. I'm not a murderer. Of, first of all, a lot of people murder the loves of their lives. Look at the statistics. Really? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the point is, I don't want you to die on this mountain.
0: Feel that rumble?
1: I, I do. I do feel the rumble.
0: I can't believe Mount St. Helens.
1: Mount St. Helens is going to erupt again.
0: We mm-hmm. need to go. Strap your GoPro on. Like I feel that? you. I've been recording this whole thing. I dug up my wife, put her on a toboggan. Oh. And we are going to ride that toboggan down the mountain. Uh huh. And then I can keep her safe.
1: Keep her with me. Hey, she's dead. Oh, whoa. That's
0: a big rumble. Oh, okay. You know what? Andrea is- Savage, star, yes.
1: stage, and screen. We must go now. And also the small screen. Not a big deal. I've also done the commercial work at the podcast. Oh,
0: it's What you gonna do when your world comes stumbling down? What you gonna do when you're looking, there's no one around? Are you gonna run? Where you gonna hide? Yeah, yeah, what you gonna do? From Wondery, I'm Tony Atamanik, and this is Joe. Duh- the show that explores all the most ridiculous, unrealistic, worst-case scenario situations that couldn't possibly happen to you in real life because wowzers, What if they did actually happen to you in real life? Well, that is terrifying, being showered with liquid hot magma. But don't worry, by the end of the show, me and my guest, the charming and talented and introspective Andrea Savage, will find the best Way to survive a volcanic eruption. Speaking of Andrea, you know her from Veep, Tulsa King, and of course, the hit show she created, wrote and starred in, I'm Sorry. But mere seconds ago, you heard her facing the fury of an active volcano. So Andrea, a fucking volcano has erupted. How do you survive?
1: Well, first I have to talk myself out of running towards the lava... (laughs) <laughs> as my instinct first I have to go Andrea I know that you've always thought you could handle lava but you can't it's interesting because in my head it seems like it's going to be a slow process so mm-hmm. I feel like well, I have time to pack yeah, and I have time to like get my wits about me and like sure. get on a boat and get off
0: so if you had the warning of a volcano yeah. then obviously you would get out of the scenario but let's say you
1: I, you got to climb a tree
0: Let, let's say like it's happening. It's like Pompeii. Yeah.
1: There's like, there,
0: there is no, yeah, yeah. there is no preparing. What do you think are uh, both by the way? Cause I already know what you're supposed to do. Both yeah. of these answers are very good. There's the prepared version. You're prepared getting warnings. Version. I
1: say you get you know. high. I, the tree worries me a little <laughs> bit that like, it's just going to melt away. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think of what I could get up on. That's not going to then also get taken down by the lava, but I've, Feel like my instinct is is get above the lava flow, but yep. that seems tough because it's going to take everything in its wake. Um, maybe uh, see which way the air yeah. the air's going.
0: <laughs> okay, uh,
1: you know, lick your finger and stick it in the air. Yeah, you know, how sure. one the scientific way that yeah. people figure out which that's how the I actually the weather do people do this. <laughs> yeah, I think this is how weather forecasters do it. Yeah, um, and maybe if there's a wind coming, maybe that would take down a little of the heat, and it yes. might be a, a slower explosion, slower ooze. So maybe get in the breeze way. All right,
0: let's give the it, let's give the the uh, in the middle. This is the Goldilocks portion. Mm-hmm. So we have the extreme one, right? Explosion yeah. happens. You're like, I guess I'll try to find higher ground, get on a rock, yeah. avoid yeah. a tree, get out of the flow of lava. Then there's the version where it's like there's reports of volcanic activity. Yeah. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Here's the Goldilocks. Yeah. You can't get out of there. But you have some knowledge that it's coming. Like in other words, they're like mm. a volcanic explosion's gonna happen any moment now. What do okay. you think you do now?
1: This might be insane, but yeah. I was in Oklahoma for a bit of last year, well, and when I really first insane. got there, yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> I was working with Sylvester Stallone. It was all, everything was crazy about last year. <laughs> that's um, crazy. <laughs> and when I first got there, it was tornado season, and my first day sirens yeah. going off. It was tornado warning, and I was like, I truly have no idea what to do and you know I I was in a hotel at this point and I went downstairs because I was on a highish floor it's like um what's happening and what am I supposed to do and they were like get in a bathtub pull a mattress over you and I was like first of all have you mattresses (laughs) are very heavy in hotel rooms like there's not a world and the door frame is not big enough for me to get this through but what if in the lava this is crazy and i I honestly don't even feel great as I'm about to pitch this. But what if you got under like the lava, like would the lava sort of, if you created a flat surface and you got underneath the lava floor and then wait and then waited, <laughs> like get in a, get in like a tomb, get in a tomb, like an underground tomb. Do you mean
0: like get to a cave? Do you mean like find yeah. like a cave or something? something so that the lava... going to go over. I get what you're saying. And not so you like have... not like lay a plank down and like, no, just no, no, like no, no. the lava out
1: of <laughs> No, you. no, 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 no. Like get in some sort of like the equivalent of a vault. Yes. Then yes. you can get in your little uh safety vault, yes. wait for it to go over, have your rations, yes, and then wait for it to cool and then smash your way out with dynamite. That
0: is a lot of planning. <laughs> but I do like the part of getting in a cave or getting in some natural. I mean, I love it all. That seems reasonable. Like but you're out in the wilderness. Off because
1: I also think what people don't think about with the oh, lava is it the gases. No, it's the gases oh, that are gonna take you. Oh,
0: yes. You think you're, it's you the lava,
1: what? it's the gases. You're right. You're right. So you need to be in an airtight. Yes. Have you ever been close to lava? A little bit once I did one at like one of those Hawaii uh where you walk near the near
0: the lava kind of in thing. Honolulu? Yeah.
1: No, on the big island.
0: Oh yes, yes, that's right. That's yeah. where the active volcano is. Yeah. You went near You get
1: up early, you hike, it's a thing.
0: If you got near it like you were like I got near it flower. enough. I saw it. And I how saw hot it. how hot was it? That's the thing they say is that you cannot it's even hot. comprehend it's, the heat.
1: It's hot and gassy. But <laughs> I do it's the gases that are gonna kill you. You can't breathe.
0: Yes, of course. What do you think the odds are you survive? What's your percentage you actually survive an imminent volcanic explosion?
1: Honestly, if I'm in the line of fire, that lava and the gases,
0: 7%,
1: I'm fucked. You know, 7% is a good possibility. You know what I'm thinking now? If I'm going to go, yeah, I got to figure out what pose I want people to find me in. (laughs)
0: Because the the Pompeii
1: people. (laughs) So I feel like if I'm going to go, because most likely it's over for me. So I feel like now I use my time to go, all right, do I want it to be comedic? Do I want it to be yes. sincere? Do I want it to be heart wrenching? Do I want it to be something that allows the the nation to mourn?
0: Would you grab someone? Would you be like, I need to be spooning like those people in Pompeii, and you just grab someone who's like, get off me, get off me, and like, you know, just as <laughs> the, <laughs> the lava hits, so that you're frozen. Stop and, struggling. And one person resisting really like forcefully as mm-hmm. you're grabbing them and that's as I'm
1: grabbing and I'm just and like i have them pinned down and they're like
0: wow someone was mid assault
1: <laughs> honestly like
0: uh. if it looked
1: like if I took something that looked like I was going to stick something up some dude's butt you know what I mean? And it was sure. just like, that's how we get frozen. It's like me, like about to jam like a um, crowbar. They'd be like, I'm not my really going to do it, but it just is going to look like that was my last resort of something like, to do.
0: She was performing a road colonoscopy on somebody.
1: Yeah. So, She's a woman of science.
0: How quickly do you sort of lose? Yeah. your mind? How long before you give in? Do you succumb at any point or do you resist well, the whole this time? this is the
1: hard part about this Goldilocks situation. Yes. Because I don't know if this is you're sleeping and suddenly rumble, rumble, earthquake, and then you have four minutes until you're you're in your No, pose. this is
0: like 20 minutes to an hour. You just don't have, you just don't have- 20 like minutes to a, an hour. In other words, you just, you have enough time to kind of figure out some level of safety, but you're not like able to like get on a boat and go. But, I, but I'm I mean? going to
1: die. I mean, I'm going to die. I mean- Let's really I don't know yeah. I
0: feel like for an hour if you had let's say 40 minutes you could definitely it, hike far enough to maybe mitigate
1: where I am it depends how big the island you're is you're in There's camo so
0: many... you're wearing camo right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you think that the lava's not going to see me yeah oh well I didn't realize that I could trick the lava yes So the first
0: question as we get into just conversation, but is important, Mm -hmm. is what's your origin panic? Now, generally, it is a generally I find it's usually some dream or some dissociative Mm -hmm. state you had as like a very small child.
1: You know, what's weird is I actually had something that I don't remember super well, but I was very young as well. I had this weird fear that a clown would come in my room at night and blow on me. But it wouldn't blow on me if I slept on the floor. And for two years, I slept on the floor no matter where I was. And from like two to four, I did not sleep in a bed because of this goddamn blowing clown. And by blowing, you mean he would just like... First of all, I don't know if it was a he. Oh, okay. I don't know what it... It was not gender specific.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: And yeah, it would just be like...
0: Oh God, that's yeah. awful.
1: Awful. And but whatever for whatever reason couldn't hurt me if I was on the floor.
0: Genderless. And my mom clown. was like,
1: my mom was like, it actually was kind of great because anytime we went anywhere, we didn't need a bed for you. It was
0: really easy. It, yeah, also, genderless clown. Ground. Genderless clown almost <laughs> sounds like an insult. <laughs> <laughs> like you fucking genderless clown. Genderless
1: clown. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah. It's like a uh, <laughs> kind of a Clean way that, like, (laughs) someone working on the street in New Jersey would call someone who walked in their cement. The one thing when you were just talking about that, that I do remember being panicked about when I was a child. I was so scared of being kidnapped. Mm. And to the point where, to me, it was not a matter of if, it was a matter of when. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, well, it's coming for me. Mm -hmm. So, how do I prepare? I don't know if it was just like the 80s. There were a lot of after school specials and there was a lot of news about it. Yes. But I feel like it was you were going to get kidnapped. And if you somehow survive that, AIDS is coming for you. So it was yes. you got kidnapped or AIDS. And if, there's yeah, or, never, you know, and yeah. those were the two fates and just kind of deal with it. <laughs> you get kidnapped um, by AIDS. Listen, dare to dream. um I was, ne- by the way, never got kidnapped, never got AIDS, so I spent a lot of time <laughs> worrying about really more being kidnapped. I feel like
0: older, well, the kidnapping terrifying. We're near the same zone where yeah. I think also that was a big thing in the news. It was huge, it was, and huge. so I think if your parents are watching that. You yeah know, evening news and also didn't did you ever have the school scare like where like they're like everyone stay in the school someone's driving around in a van and oh, you don't no. and, and oh we had that we had that where they all made us come into the school because someone was driving around in a van and they tried to ask one of the students at our school oh. to get in the van and oh, no. they reported it to that would have the...
1: set me off
0: oh well I mean, that, that
1: would have been my panic zone. Uh, do you
0: feel like you grew up pretty fearless then in general? Like you, yeah. it, it seems like you had it seems like you had existential worries. Yes. But it doesn't seem like you were neurotic. You weren't particularly no. neurotic as a kid.
1: I, I was not neurotic as a kid. And I will also say similar to my sort of weird, unfounded confidence towards lava. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I sort of have a I've always had a weird um, like, oh, yeah, I'd survive that. Oh, yeah, I could do that in terms of like terrible things happening. That's not where my panic would come from now as an adult, full existential angst at all times.
0: Like what's your top contender of existential angst right now?
1: Well, you know what? I've been really focused on the past couple of years is just trying to be comfortable being uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. just sort of like really being like being a human is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But. To really fully be alive, you got to feel it all. So stop mm-hmm. being so scared of the bigger, scarier feelings. I think I just was very good at pushing those all down for yep. a lot of my life. And then as I've gotten older, them kind of bubbling up. And then mm-hmm. I think just a little bit of like relevancy. What is it for? Mm-hmm. How are we all connected? Why do we do these things to each other as a people? Are humans a fierce sort of terrible species by nature, but only when there's plenty does the better nature come out. So it gets global, but it's interesting because you're saying it goes from
0: internal to global. Very fast. So I want to, if we stay internal, when you talk about discomfort, Mm -hmm. do you mean that part of it, because this is how I understand it, is that the discomfort with discomfort is partly the actual experience I think of articulating the fact that there's certain ways in which you feel in your body because you mm-hmm. feel feelings are yeah. not just in here. They're feeling mm-hmm. in the body. Right. Mm-hmm. So then when you feel in the body, uh, there's this sort of sense that we've conditioned ourselves to go like this is a bad feeling. Right. Yes. And exactly. then, and then the question is, is if you actually sit with that feeling, mm-hmm. you start to go, well, wait a minute, there is no bad feeling or good feeling. That's and exactly then what you, I'm talking about. And then if you dig in deeper Mm -hmm. You start to go, oh, I'm sitting with this feeling and actually Mm -hmm. this is excitement or this is anticipation or this is a part of me that's being recognized that I'm actually allowing to be recognized. Allowing to be
1: recognized. Yes. A hundred percent. And also like it's a, you know what? I can be scared of this and sit with that and that's okay. Sure. And it's not going to last, but it's, it's human. Yeah. And that's, you know, and I feel like a lot of my life, I just kind of didn't allow myself to feel the bad, quote unquote, bad feelings. And and it's sort of become coming to terms with them and not labeling them as bad, because often it's more nuanced than that. And it means you're growing or you're learning or you're in a transition or it's just being alive.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's interesting. That's like the So I I wanted to note. At what's the what's your top sort of panic like you talk about how you feel like you would face off with something and that what you're dealing with internal or whatever but yeah. in your life have you faced something where you had to really snap to it where like you you know where you your your marquee panic your marquee moment where you went oh uh, you know oh,
1: of anything it could be a car uh,
0: crash it could be yeah, you know whatever
1: see. you know it's interesting and this is like sort of weird I don't know if this is exactly it, but I remember after I had my daughter, yeah, I was in the hospital. And then my first night at home, I had the dream that someone broke into the house and tried to take her. It was the wow. first night I was home. And in my dream, I picked up a um, fire extinguisher that I just randomly had in my dream house. yeah, And I held it above my head. And right before I killed this person, I went, Oh, I'm going to kill this man <laughs> because I'm not letting him take my child. Of and I course. just remember this, like, it was like a full panic dream. It was a full stress yeah. dream, but then a weird calm. Like, I'm going to go to jail because I'm going to do this, but there's no other option. It was just this very primal, sure. like, I've never dreamt of killing someone or since, but it was like, oh, no, no, I'm going to murder someone. Did you
0: feel um, sort of terrified that you could conceive of it? Or were, did you feel reassured that you were like, I...
1: I felt good. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to yeah. protect this. Like, yeah, yeah. this baby's going to be okay.
0: Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. I will
1: fucking kill someone who tries to, like, come at it.
0: Yeah, isn't it?
1: It's funny because yeah.
0: I, I don't know if this is a male dream in particular, I don't know. I feel like other men I've spoken to have said this too. But when I tell my wife this, she's like, what the hell are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I have had I dreams. I assume you get that a lot. From yeah, her.
0: I get that a lot. I've been killed. I kill. I wake I... in the dream. I'm like, Oh God, I murdered somebody. And oh, interesting. now, I have and had now had the yeah. consequences are coming for me and I have to figure out what to do. And the dream is always weirdly a lot of, um, sort of b- bullshit, like getting like things in order, like, alright, I have to turn right. myself in, right, and right. like, just like just I like do the, the right, I think it's funny, I yeah, do, the do the right, right thing. thing in the dream mm-hmm. and then I yeah. wake up and I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't
1: kill somebody <laughs> but- By the way, I've totally had that dream before, where I've yeah. like, killed someone, and fuck, I did that, and then wake up like, thanks fucking God yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually going to jail Welcome to Pura.
0: Okay, so we know how Andrea Savage thinks she would survive a volcanic eruption. But what do the experts say to do? If you're caught in the blast, go indoors. By the way, impressive. Mm-hmm. Thank or you. Or find the highest ground you could find. Well, That's I good. Oh, and look at this. Put on a respirator to filter out harmful gases. Andrea, the yes. queen of gas.
1: Whoa, let's not get that going. Right? Let's here. not get that a thing.
0: <laughs> the gas queen. Um, shelter. shelter from prylastic flows behind hills or ooh, hills, not trees, is introduced. So a, that's a hill. Or a cave. Or crouch down and cover your head to protect yourself from flying debris. Um or a cave. It's said cave. Yeah. If you're lucky yeah. enough to get advanced warning, use it wisely instead of trying to hold your ground. Also it's important to evacuate the area as soon as possible after being told to do so. Oh, this is our scene right here. And here's this woman shutting this window. If you uh-huh. get inside, if you're caught do- if you're caught outdoors, unless you need to evacuate, the safest place to be is inside a strong structure like a cave, which it doesn't say, but we'll doesn't add that. Doesn't say
1: that, but we're going to believe that if there was a cave, that would be here great. Here you go.
0: Oh, look, by the way, uh, Andrew, if you own livestock, bring them inside bring, the shelter.
1: Bring them inside. Okay. Um, if you
0: have time, protect machinery.
1: Machinery? Um, oh, look at this. Get, Get to
0: high, high ground, ground. If, you if you can't find shelter. Lava flows, lahars, mud flows, and flooding are common in a major eruption. All of these can be deadly, and all of them tend to be in valleys and low lying areas.
1: This drying, this man is so far from the, the actual <laughs> lava. This is literally like he's crouching uh, and he's nineteen miles away.
0: Can I also say he seems to be lava themed. He like color coordinated with the lava flow. He's
1: trying to trick the lava like the camo shirt. Protect yourself from pyroclastics. Yeah, do you know what it's that the is? Ro- it's the rocks and the stuff that wow. the debris that's coming at you.
0: I think you'd be too distracted by it. You'd be so fascinated by it by its only colors, only by the
1: only by the lava. And here's your
0: big the marquee. Gases, the gases, here's, here's, yeah. here's your marquee.
1: This is my marquee idea, nose.
0: which is avoid exposure to poisonous gases. Yeah. Volcanoes emit a number of gases, and if you are close to one when it erupts, these gases could be deadly. Breathe through a respirator mask yeah. or moist piece of cloth. This Ooh. will also protect your lungs from clouds of ash. Again, don't be in the low ground. Keep your skin covered. I mean, don't try to cross geothermal
1: areas. Oh, see, this is where I get this this is. is, I want to. Oh, I get pulled to those geothermal areas. You are all about
0: mud flows. Those
1: geothermal. Yeah.
0: You love geothermal areas. I know you do. And this is
1: literally just like get away.
0: Yes, that's well, guess what? That's the fucking don't panic advice. Get away. All right. So now the question is, can we put together everything we just learned and use it To help us surviving a volcanic eruption? I think not. But let's recap. Andrea, who's shooting on location, meets this guy. He lives on the mountain. He won't leave his land. And Andrea is doing the right thing, ignoring the calls for the production to evacuate and do a company move, as they say in the industry, but instead rescue this old man who may have or may not have murdered his wife. Let's head back to the scene.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't hurry down this mountain. Daddy. faster. Paul, oh, Paul, oh. please. Just, there is lava coming right for us and I am oddly attracted to its glow.
0: <gasps> Me too. That's why I wore this glow shirt. I haven't worn since I attended a rave in the late, in the late 90s.
1: Paul, we really need to pick up the pace because we are falling behind. The There's lava, a the geothermal. Get, get, in game. Game. get in the car! Seal it up! Quick, get that pig! I need my pig! I also need to bring in that large piece of machinery! Get the machinery! All right. Now, all right, put this mask on, because I don't know if you know this, but a lot of the gases are really some oh of the more God. dangerous things that's going to happen. That's my wife's death, man! Oh, listen. How could you do that? Listen, you're the one who murdered your wife! Oh, listen! What? what? I did not murder my wife! Well, just... We don't have time to live. We are not making it through this. So let's just admit what? you killed your wife, and let's come up with a cool pose.
0: Ooh, I like that part.
1: What if we made star? Oh, what if we did an Eiffel Tower with your wife's dead body?
0: Whoa, my wife and I used to do Eiffel Tower for two alive, but never with you. <laughs> never went, <laughs> never yeah. thought about doing them with her dead body. All
1: right, we have about seven seconds before we are
2: dead.
0: The dust clears. Years go by. Thousands of years go by. Mm-hmm. Over here, Lieutenant Commander, we found a cave. We think that there might be ancient human beings from the 21st century stuck in here.
1: All indications point that there is some form of former life here.
0: And there's livestock, apparently.
1: And a large piece of machinery. Let's
0: open the cave here. Detonation. What is that? This...
1: Ooh. What is that? That person,
0: standing
1: upside.
0: Well, I guess what? they wanted to have a good time before the lava
1: hit them, right? They um, look like they're in some sort of triple situation. But one of them looks more older dead than the other two. Doctor, come here. Doctor, examine these bodies.
0: Yes. Ready? Uh, no, doctor. Oh, sorry. 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 Uh, uh, I'm leaving. Who <laughs> doctor, examined them. <laughs>
1: Well, it seems like that um, one of the penises is uh, inside one of the other bodies, which is very rare.
0: Hmm. It seems like one of them is just sort of watching mm-hmm. off to the side with their,
1: yeah.
0: and with,
1: the, with their hand on Some. their own genitals.
0: Ah uh, uh, excuse me, that looks like a fucking genderless plan to me. <laughs> Andrea Savage, thank you so much for joining me today. Because I feel like, thank
1: uh, you for
0: having me. thank you for doing the show, and what a great, um, what a great conversation about internal work. I really appreciated yeah. that, especially because I feel like that's uh, that's a biggie.
1: It's a biggie. It's no joke.
0: Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube, on the Wondry channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Goodbye. And remember that fear is what keeps us alive. Don't panic. I Enjoy Don't Panic on the Wondery app wherever you get your podcasts and now on YouTube where you can watch full episodes. Subscribe to the Wondery channel on YouTube and don't miss any episodes. You can listen to Don't Panic early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Don't Panic! is hosted by me, Tony Atamanik. Our engineer is Austin Lim. Sound design, mixing, and mastering is by C.J. Drumeller. And our music supervisor is Scott Velasquez. For Wondery, senior producers are Andrew Goldstein and Eliza Mills. Producers are Adam Azeroff and Allison Johnson. And executive producers are Dave Easton and Marshall Louie.